de Yukosu to uh, coffee with Clavi and Mochihari. Ah, uh, yes, uh, me, Mochi, the little hedgehog. Yes, he is my uh, little hedgehog that helps with all the coffee. So today's review is going to be... Oh, yes, 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 a review on... Um, I went to a coffee place near Port Jeff and Stony Brook called... Uh, I believe it was Duthers... Brothers Coffee. I'm going to look that up name right now uh, so I can make sure you get the right name. Yes, Druthers Coffee in Stony Brook. And it was really nice, actually. It was a really beautiful uh, cafe. Had all the fixings. Um, like, a few observations, right? It was, <clears throat> I think, as a cafe should be at, you know, Nice open space, open for people for um, all day, and then also very comfortable. You know, AC, uh, pretty pretty good menu, pretty standard for like a coffee place. Had um, pretty much your usual stuff. Did have pour over. Uh, that's a, you know a good way to gauge how serious the place is about their coffee. I had um, an African coffee. It was pretty good. Uh, my friends uh, tried the same coffee. One of them got the Iced version, another one got, um, ended up not getting a pour over, but got a um, cold brew with um, coconut foam. And the coconut milk they used was like way better than anything Starbucks uses. Like, right, showing the quality non dairy can make a huge difference in right, how a drink tastes. And honestly, the location of the place was pretty good. It was. I'll walk from the train, uh, Stony Brook train station, so pretty close, uh, kind of a little bit north of there, and close-ish to the Stony Brook campus. Um, a pretty, you know, reasonable area, you know. You know, Stony Brook, so it's kind of like, kind of college town, kind of vibes like that. Um, but really, it was, a, it was a very nice place. I would definitely recommend the Druthers Coffee in Stony Brook. They had an you know, option for mugs as well. Their um, coffee was, in fact, uh, branded and all that. They did have the coffee and foods and teas available for purchase. So, you know, they're making use of all the different, you know, modalities of making uh, money f in the coffee world, which uh, that's good. Yeah, it was just really nice. I sat there, for, well, I was there for about four hours. Uh, first, was meeting up with my... How do you say in English? Um, senpai. Um, so yes, there is no English word for that, but the um, upperclassman in, as translated directly, but sort of like your elder in Japanese, and she and I were, uh, you know, reflecting on life and notes in general, and our, our other friend, a doctor of sorts, um, also joined us for a bit, and then she had to go off into the adventures of... Uh, doing things on her free weekends, which, yeah, when you're a doctor and you have a free weekend, you got to take advantage. So if there's anything we could learn from that example is, um, yeah, take advantage of the free time you do have to uh, enjoy, you know, adventure, time with your family, time with friends. Uh, but the surprise wild card of the whole thing was 
I got to hang out with three Japanese exchange students and show them around the you know Stony Brook Port Jeff, my my alma mater, as it were. So that was fun. A little bit of a learning on both sides, um, but a really great example that you know coffee is a great way to to bond and just make friends. I'll give you a little quote from One Piece right now um, that you know I think is pertinent to this. And it is um, that friendship does not matter on the length of time. It's a rough translation. Uh, it can also translate as like, you know, a true friendship. Uh, time is of no, you know, is of no issue. Right, capturing that feeling of right. We can find friendship in in any uh, situation. And, doesn't really matter how long we know the person or how much we get to see them again or how many times. And I think that's an interesting lesson we can take from this quote in One Piece and kind of bring it to coffee. You know, coffee is a chance to meet people and to bond and become friends. And, you know, if it becomes a friendship where you meet pe- meet them more and you see them again, great. If not, also fine. You know, I really enjoyed the... Yeah, we were at the cafe for about, I reckon... I reckon it was about four hours over there. Must have been about uh, two hours with uh, my senpai and our friend. Well, our friend left about one hour, and then senpai left about an hour after that, and it was about two, maybe three hours of of us just, uh, you know, shooting the shit, as it were. And um, I did also try their drip coffee, which was fine, you know... Right, not going to it with expectation, just kind of an empty palate. It was what I expected, right? Nothing too crazy. I think next time I would get it in a mug instead of the paper cup. Uh, but I wasn't sure kind of what we were going to do. I was kind of open to suggestion. Um, but we ended up going into Porchef and sort of just hanging out there and walking there. Um, there was other options for other like parks in the area. There's a bunch of places you can walk around there. And they're all really nice and... You know, summer's beautiful weather, so why not take advantage of the, you know, nice coffee, nice places, a little bit of food. And I guess one thing that really did strike me was that, right, this coffee place did offer pour-over, which is, I would say, a good indicator of how serious the place is of, you know, how they take coffee and then also their attention to detail. Then... Right, the quality of their non-dairy milk stood out. As um, my friend had that cold brew with the foam that was like tasted way better than anything I've tried at Starbucks. Like, it just tasted good. Which is, to be fair, um, I was told this at uh, Coffee Fest that um, cafes will buy two versions of a non-dairy. So maybe something for you to watch out of, watch out for that there is one that they use for the lattes, because a latte is primarily milk and then you know the shots of espresso. Whereas if they um, are providing milk for the coffee at a you know condiment stand, which Starbucks doesn't right now, which is honestly probably one of the biggest annoyances and like make zero sensors of the world um, right now. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little rant about that right now. Um, Right, for a company that is so emphasizing the third place and customer service, nurturing the human spirit, it seems an oversight to not have condiments readily available 
right, despite, right, the COVID stuff, and I can understand, right, during COVID that had to be changed everywhere, but everywhere else you go, it pretty much is back to normal. You, I've, I've gone to multiple, you know, small, not small, I would say private-owned, um, right, mom-and-pop shops, and yeah, all your sweeteners are there, and, you know, they have Sweet and Low, and they have, um, what's the other one? Equal, which Starbucks doesn't have, so note that if you know you're you're going to starbucks and complain if they don't have it and you'll get some free stuff which is like starbucks is like thing you just complain you'll get free stuff it, it's honestly true you complain enough make big enough stink where you're like no nah, i'm not leaving the drive-thru you're gonna take care of me here and it's like sure um back to the the condiment issue yeah basically yeah you it, it makes no sense it it seems like you're just wasting everyone's time and you're choosing to do that. You're choosing to be part of this problem. Like why not have straws readily available? That, right. That seems like a, something a customer would expect, right? You come in and you're like, Oh, okay. I got a coffee, right? Most places you would just mix your stuff. Cause like, you know, I as the poor couldn't know how much milk you want and you'll just do it. You'll spin it. Like, I, I would say there is an argument for that customer service. Um, like, oh, you want, you want to, like, you know, individualize it and, and maybe not have people take straws. But, like, I, I, I can't logically see a conclusion that makes sense for me. I don't know. I, I think it's definitely something we could all learn from. How can we set up things that we do, you know, projects or for coffee or your other hobbies, like, for success and... I would say that by not having condiments out readily available, like straws and sugar and milk, you're not setting up your customers for a successful customer experience. And if I were to open my own cafe, I would do the opposite. I don't know. That's my little rant on that, um, which also reminds me of my second rant, um, the phrase many moons ago. Because uh, as I was driving to Stony Brook on Saturday morning, I was like, oh man, it's been many moons since I've been to been to Stony Brook and it's like, oh yeah, many moons. Time is fake. That's right. I guess long ago they did say that. This is interesting thoughts, right? Like when, you know, time wasn't such a thing, right? We, our phones or clocks, right? Like a hundred years ago, like, I mean, the concept of months and stuff is obviously there in seasons. But I always like the phrase many moons, right? I think it's, <clears throat> I feel like it comes from the Native Americans. I couldn't say for sure, but I think it's an interesting expression. It's like, it shows a passage of time that is enough that it's like, oh yeah, it has been like a while since I've, um, you know, done X, Y, or Z. And ah, rant number three, uh, a little Japanese lesson that uh, I learned, or not learned, but it was a, a good point of conversation between me and my knee, uh, new three friends. Uh, it's a Japanese word, natsukashi. And yes, it's natsukashi, and then there's also like an extra I after that she, so it's she, so a bit longer. Uh, so natsukashi is basically that feeling of very strong uh, nostalgia, like super nostalgic. It's like when you hear that song from like high school that like you guys used to dance to, or like jam out to, or you know, was that your prom? Or like, it was a song like you and your friends used to always play with that CD, right? Like, 
for me, like Flogging Molly was my first band. So like when I ever hear that, it's like, wow, it's like not Sukashi. It's like, wow, that, you know, take, it's like the, the phrase like takes you back is like another way to like capture that same feeling. It's, it really captures a lot of emotion and feeling, uh, which this is kind of the bigger point I'm trying to get to in that it's interesting how certain languages and cultures and or cultures and or people can take the same word or feeling and capture it in a different way. Uh, so as a studier of languages, that's something I've always really enjoyed and how certain cultures will capture, uh, right, we're all human, so we're all experiencing the same thing, but putting them to words can be difficult, right? Sometimes you have to like, you know, I had to basically explain that to you in a whole sentence in you know, English. But in Japanese, you could just say, oh, yeah, like this. And right when you're, you know, if I'm just hanging out with a Japanese person and then, like, I see something and I say Natsukashi, like, they're like, oh, wow. Like, it also communicates, like, that feeling of, like, a connection you had to something, right? So, like, let's say in five years I'm at a Japanese Starbucks with a friend. I'm like, oh, Natsukashi. And they'll be like, what? I'm like, oh, like, Starbucks. They're like, oh, I get it because you worked here. And then you could all, you know, you talk about your Natsukashi. And then a new word I learned, um, or relearned, maybe the proper phrase, because I may have seen it before, um, but, you know, it's um, akogare, which um, means an intense longing or an aspiration to be something, and... We, we talked a long time about this because, like, my friends, my new friends were like, oh, yeah, it's, like, something you want, but, like, not, like, really, but, like, it's, like, when you're a kid and you want to be a baseball player kind of feeling. I thought that was kind of cool how, right, because we, we were talking about Natsugashi and then other words and then, like, translating stuff because, obviously, when you you meet any foreigners, you you talk a lot about words and, you know, their meaning and what the exact uh, connotation, denotation is of certain stuff and... Like, which one is, like, important. Um, but it's interesting how that comes up, too, right? Stuff that you wouldn't really discuss with um, your, your quote, like, English friends, right? Like, native speakers who just never come up. But then people are like, oh, yeah, what, like, what does that actually mean? You're like, oh. Or, like, why, why do you use PH versus F? And I'm like, <laughs> no idea. And... You know, other questions like that, like, you know, how spelling in English works and it, like, makes no sense. Like, PH versus F or, like, C versus, um, like, K, like, you know, spelling. Um, like, one of the friends' name was Kokoro. So, right, in Japanese, that's K-O-K-O-R-O, Kokoro. Um, but she was saying she thought her name could be spelled in English with, like, a C-O, C-O, like, Coco. Because, obviously, the story started when she went to Starbucks and she gave her name, like, Coco because, you know too many syllables people will forget so cocoa is like right also it is a word like cocoa powder um so they spelled it like c-o-c-o whereas in japanese that'd be k-o-k-o um, and right then you, you think about other languages how they each have different sounds and there are certain sounds that are hard to make for each um person or people and how you can learn from that and like improve your language speaking capacity um, but they kind of like, you know, right, kind of playing at the coffees that there's really so much different, you know, 
types of coffee, coffee things, and it all can learn or teach you different things about coffee and how to make coffee in a, you know, a better, maybe a good way. And then recently I did go back into my stash of the um, Starbucks Tribute Blend, and then I got the Sirens Blend this week. Sirens Blend is like chocolatey, fruity, florally, like pretty, pretty decent. I did the espresso style with the the AeroPress, and it was like pretty, like, pretty decent. Um, Tribute Blend is good, it's kind of a little more cherryness, a uh, bit more dark roasty, more full-bodiedness, uh, but that's kind of like coffee that I prefer, so that's why I made that. I'm not sure if the beans are maybe a little stale. I don't know. The taste is a little bit different than I remember. Um, could be like just being in my garage. Um, but overall, it was like pretty good. It was what I was looking for. Just yeah, memory is the funny thing. So I'm thinking like for a new aspect of my coffee, quote, experiences, I'll uh, offer... I like want to incorporate like some visuals and like auditory input. Um, I don't know because I feel like right, your like food is you know your smell and taste, but how can you like evoke and use the other senses to uh, try stuff and also to right enjoy it and right have a unique experience with the the food in that way. Uh, so that is something I'm definitely want to explore. Um, it was funny because I didn't like a new coffee, like flight, which is like a new thing I'm doing. Basically just like a longer tasting, a few more rounds, um, obviously with like food pairings. Um, but one feedback, which I had forgotten to do, obviously it was my birthday and I couldn't find the, um, how do you say, um, a Bluetooth speaker. So I didn't have the chance to connect music. Um, so there was no music to go along with the coffee tasting, but my three, um, fellow Starbies people and my friends did get to enjoy a, um, a mix of the, the good stuff, um, as it were. So that was good. Um, I am taking notes cause I may be supplying a coffee service for a event in the future or other events, something I'm um, definitely looking into. Because um, I think it's kind of an overlooked factor in, you know, supplying or even thinking about having, you know, I don't want to say good coffee, but quality coffee at, you know, an event. Because for me, that's like super important. Like, I just know that for, I have a friend who's turning 40 and we're going to go, or I'm going to try and make us go to some sort of, you know, fancy, like 20 course place in the city. Cause like you turn 40 once and like, yeah, like why not? Like, you know, we're both foodies. So let's, um, food it up. So obviously like all the food's gonna be great. It's gonna like, be like experience of a lifetime and then dessert's gonna come. Dessert's like my obviously favorite meal. <clears throat> I was definitely more into dessert as a younger version of me, but, you know, it just goes so good with coffee that I am looking forward to the dessert, but I hope the coffee is on par. Because my parents, God bless them. They're, they're alive, by the way. I'm, this is not some sort of, like, you know, like, weird phrasing like Michael Scott. It's, um, 
they did a you know one of those like you know course meals at disney at the grand floridian i don't know if the name if that's the same name probably is there is a victorian style restaurant and the culmination for dessert involves a um, uh, coffee through like one of those old victorian coffee machines which takes like an hour or something for the coffee to you know be made and something like that is obviously on my list of like coffee sort of like hope to tries um i don't know if those like you probably heard about those like i don't know like cats that like crap the beans or something coffee i, I don't really have interest in that you know because it's just like okay so like it's the bean like it's all about like the bean and how it's grown, how it's processed, and how it's roasted. So it's just like, okay, cool. This animal, like, or it was a monkey. I don't even know. Like, who cares? Like, it's way too expensive for, for what it is. Coffee shouldn't be more than like, I don't know the price point, but like, right, there is like an upper limit to coffee. It's not like wine, like, where you can get into the thousands of dollars. I mean, you can, but then at that point, you're, you're just paying for like, the name, like with college, right? Like you go to Ivy League, you're you're paying for the name on your degree for this you know, fake piece of paper that says you are um, you are qualified. Oh, there was like my fourth rant. Uh, I forget who told me this in the recent last month, but somehow that like masters are like the biggest scam in like history because it's like. You go to school, like, this, like, really, like, expensive school, right? Like, what, Ivy League or whatever. And then you also get your master's after your undergrad. Or, like, right, you get, like, a master's at, like, a really expensive place for, like, you know, hundred to 200000 or uh, whatever, whatever it costs. But then, like, you can't get a job. And, like, I forget exactly, but, like, we have a family, like, family friend with like a son in this situation where he got some like obscure like masters very particular because that's what matters you you specialize in a very like particular thing and right if it's not like a science or engineering thing or like a research thing or like i don't know like, if, if there are so many things where it's just not applicable like philosophy is a basic example right like <laughs> right how is this master's gonna really like from like this ivy league gonna really set you up for a job that will let you pay it back like fairly well like right like right compare like if you think of a doctor lawyer or those are like good good ones right like if you, if you do the whole doctor thing you do your years your residency your stuff you become your doctor like eventually you'll be making enough bank where it's like you pay off all that stuff you start hauling bank Okay, cool. You can buy your house. You know, set up your life. You know, I have a few friends who are doctors who are kind of that boat, right? They've gotten to the point of just like, cool, like, you know, I've done everything. I'm getting more certifications, you know, building up my career, making all that money, you know, doing what you, you love to help people, you know, living your best life. And, right, like, obviously, like, like, it makes sense, because, like, you pay all this money, but, like, you do get it back. And, obviously, doctors are properly compensated, because, right, like, they're doing, like, you know, stuff that requires so much knowledge. Same thing with, like, with research or, like, lawyers, right? Same thing. Like, it all eventually adds up, but, like, if you just get, like, a, a master's in something very particular that, you know, 
has no application, you're just kind of like paying for what? Playing to feel good. I mean, are you just paying to feel good if you go to an Ivy League? I don't know. Same with like this monkey coffee. Like, are you just paying like $600 a pound for like, be like, yeah, I'm cool. I get this coffee. And it's like, well, is it really even good? I, I don't know. I honestly like, I probably won't ever try it. Like, on my own dollar, because it's, like, too much for me to, like, justify spending on. Like, I went to, like, the Hampton coffee place, and I, I bought, like, a I think it was, like, 18 or 20 bucks for, like, you know, whatever bag. And it was, like, you know, standard kind of size, standard stuff. And it was, like, cool. You have all the ones that, you know, seem to suit my taste. And it was pretty good. I definitely would get it again. They had a Hawaiian one, but it was, like, like $60 for this. Can I even try it? Like, ew, like like yikes like i like coffee but like what if it's bad <laughs> like what if it's like horrible like interesting point too right you go to like any cafe like you don't like the drink like they'll give you something else right you go to starbucks you're like oh my drink was horrible like, okay we'll just give you something else even like right at a small cafe it's like right like takes it off you're like oh, i just don't like this it's it's really in their interest to just you know make you happy well you know customer service you know okay cool like you're gonna enjoy whatever it's gonna be great you're gonna like have a great time i'm gonna have a great time you're gonna like this drink we'll make sure you get a good drink um but yeah that's basically the coffee stuff i've done been doing recently the the cafe went to sunbrook really good definitely recommend it um for lunch after that i'd recommend slurp in um, Port Jeff, they have the most authentic ramen uh, on the island. Um, you know, full transparency, I do know the owner, longtime friend. Um, so, to be clear, but like, I've lived in Japan and like, yeah, like, taste is completely there. It's very Japanese y. Um, also, it's not like, run by Chinese or Korean people, which, like, is generally the case with, like, Japanese restaurant, like, food restaurants. Um, not to sound racist, but being straightforward with you, yeah, most places that serve Japanese food are not run by Japanese in the U.S. It's, it's just, it's not how it goes. I don't want to break your bubble. I know, kawaii klavi, cute klavi over here is, like, being like, this is so cute so great and then you're like but i love i love the japanese place for me well i hate to break it to you but most likely it's not run by japanese people um too many times i've gone to hibachi which is not japanese at all they do not serve that in japan there is no show it's not a thing i wish it just didn't exist because like there's just so many other better Japanese cuisines that they could bring here, but like I get it because it's like a show. It's kind of like catered toward American taste, like most foreign foods. Um, but that that is my like other rant of just like hibachi. No, 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 it's not Japanese. It's it's not. No, there, there is no such thing as hibachi show in Japan. And um, yes, if you want to tilt me, just mention hibachi. It, it's it's a thing that it's like it's fake. It's fake. It's not real. But it's like close enough 
to being kind of Japanesey. Like, like I can't blame people for like wanting to like try something that is quote Japanese without knowing it's not Japanese because no no one's gonna tell you this. So I, by me educating you, I hope I can help educate the world because that seems like a nice thing to do to make the world a better place. You know, nurturing human spirit. Blah 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 blah. Um. But yeah, pretty much that's what I got for you today. I think um, this was um, kind of a review, a little bit of thoughts, a little ranting, and um, a little fun of coffee. But if I were to leave you with some closing thoughts, yeah, make time for whatever is important. You know, have an open mind. And um, you never know what life will throw you. You know, when life gives you lemons... Uh, like my old friend used to say, find a new god. All right, signing off. Signing off. Clavi.